0: Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com.
1: Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Glowetz. In this episode, we'll listen to an excerpt from the full city council meeting of August 2020, in which aldermen discussed a proposed resolution, a non-binding resolution, that urged the budget committee to hold public hearings in advance of contemplation of the 2021 city budget. This resolution raised some controversy among aldermen who feel like there isn't enough scrutiny of the public safety aspects of the budget, and we'll hear about that. That's in the standard episode in the premium version of the episode, which you can get by Subscribing, or if you are a subscriber at shygov.com, we'll hear about a whole bunch of other things, including a resolution that calls for Governor J.B. Pritzker to declare a state of emergency in Chicago, which Alderman wanted to facilitate mobilization of the National Guard. Also in the premium episode, we'll hear about a remarkable ordinance passed in the September City Council meeting that aims to combat gentrification in Woodlawn around the Planned Obama Presidential Center. Also in the previous premium version, we'll talk about at the September meeting how the city council saw a proposed ordinance that would prevent aldermen from talking to each other during in-person city council meetings and the ramifications of that. Finally, in that premium version, we'll hear about a proposed ordinance that could profoundly change the way the city manages tax increment financing districts. All that's in the premium version, but now here's the standard version episode. Dave Glowatz, of course, is our expert analyst uh, Chicago City Council. Why don't you do the setup, Dave? Well, Ben, since I was last on your show, two full City Council meetings have taken place. One was on August 21st and the most recent one on September 8th. We're going to listen to audio from the August meeting. Okay. This was the second item on the August 21st meeting agenda, and it is known as Resolution R2020-594, This item urged the Budget Committee to, quote, hold monthly public subject matter hearings ahead of City of Chicago annual appropriations ordinance hearings to allow constituents to express will and priorities regarding public safety. So it's essentially calling for public hearings around formulation of the 2021 budget. It was sponsored solely by Alderman Ray Lopez of the 15th. Let's listen to that.
2: The next item on the agenda is a resolution calling for monthly public hearings throughout the city in advance of the 2021 budget hearings. Yes. The chair recognizes Alderman Dow. As chair of the Budget and Government Operations Committee, I take this position very seriously. I think my colleagues would agree that we have opened up the budget process to provide information to all the committee members and members of the City Council who are not on the committee. I have to say that I'm deeply disappointed and somewhat offended that not one of the sponsors of this resolution contacted me to discuss this resolution. I think my colleagues know that I'm approachable, I'm fair and I respect the committee process. Had a call been made I would have provided the sponsors with a tentative schedule of the community outreach we would be doing in advance of the budget hearings that would be done in collaboration with the Office of Budget and Management. The chair recognizes Alderman Lopez.
3: The outcry that we've heard from our residents from every part of the political spectrum demanding to know what we do with the $1.4 billion that we allocate through our police department to keep Chicago safe. And we have not had a single meeting to see if where we've budgeted money is in alignment with where the needs of our residents are. That is what this resolution called for. So that when we do finally meet in the coming months to discuss the budget ordinance, that we spend more than one day trying to figure out if we got it right. And today we're making a decision saying, well, I'm offended that you want to force this issue. So I don't want to hear from you.
2: The chair recognizes Alderman Sigcho Lopez. It's clear that unfortunately in many previous meetings, that is really difficult to have debate among our colleagues. I hear Alderman Dowell's frustration. I will say that Alderman Dowell has shown indeed willingness and commitment to have hearings and discussions in city council. However, We have not seen the same in the Committee of Public Safety. And I do think that we need to be very clear about that. Because what we are hearing, what we're hearing from people across the city, especially our youth, is to have a debate about police accountability. We have for months demanded and asked for at least a hearing on CPAC. So I do think that we need to differentiate the issues and be very clear what's happening here and the lack of debate and answers that we have in the council. Thank you, sir. no, no, Mayor, mayor I'm, I'm not finished yet. I would ask you, sir, to wind up your comments. There are a number of well, your colleagues. That I urge I the mayor then to start do. having conversations with the city council because there's been a little, at least 40% of the council that doesn't receive proper hearings and proper briefings. So I urge you, Mayor, to make sure that we're all included. The chair recognizes Alderman Moore. We really have to
0: look and search and be honest here in terms of the people frustrations in terms of communication and information. If you ask most every alderman what's going on, when a constituent's ask them that question based on our conversation, when everybody says they don't know, that's an issue.
2: The chair recognizes Alderman Beal.
0: I take huge exception to my colleagues that have stated the things that they have stated. I have a pending resolution in the budget committee to ask pertinent questions as it relates to our budget, the CARES Act, COVID-19, the whole shebang as it relates to our budget. And I have not been able to get a hearing thus far. And I've asked for a hearing and I'm told that my resolution is redundant. Well, regardless if it's redundant or not, it is my right to ask redundant questions, and it is the people's right to hear answers to those particular questions. Also, I take huge exception to the scripted colleagues who are basically saying these things that were grandstanding, and you know we didn't approach them, we didn't call them, and we didn't do that. I don't have to call you if I put a resolution in your committee. I'm asking for questions to be answered, and I can't get the answers to those questions. I've been asking for a very long time about the ambulance reimbursement fund. All I get is the money's approved. The money is coming. But yet we can't get pertinent answers to those particular questions. And so we just want to have a voice. We are not going to be silent.
2: The chair recognizes Alderman Napolitano.
1: We can't be a body. We can't be elected alderman if we're offended and felt like that we're stepped over every time someone questions anything that someone else is doing. That's not our job. Our job is to question each other to make this city better. This isn't about slighting anybody. It's about what's doing best for the city. And that's the only way this should be looked at. I want to clarify that the first person we heard was the Budget Committee Chair Alderman Pat Dowell of the Third Ward. Alderman Dowell expressed offense that this item was introduced, subsequent to that hearing There seems to be some agreement by some aldermen that information is not evenly distributed by the administration.
3: (laughs) This debate, Dave, could be exhibit A, that uh, aldermen are pawns in the game. Uh, Essentially, what they're getting at is an age-old debate over whether aldermen are legislators or service providers. And as far as mayors are concerned, uh, aldermen are service providers. First and foremost, their job is to make sure that the locals are more or less... Pleased with the services they get in garbage pickup. Uh, you know, snow removal, and they're only legislators in that the law requires their approval for things that the mayor wants so at appropriate times the mayor convenes the meeting and tells them how to vote gives them the speeches they're supposed to read, which they obediently read, echoing whatever phrases the mayor's speechwriters come up with, uh, denouncing people who disagree with them as grandstanders and troublemakers and then they obediently pass whatever the mayor wants them to pass whether they've read it Whether they know what's involved, whether they agree with it, whether they disagree with it, it doesn't matter. They are pawns in the game. And so I am going to give a shout out to Raylo, to Beal, and to Anthony DePolitano. I don't agree with them politically on a lot of issues, particularly DePolitano. But DePolitano, give you credit. You stand up. This is what aldermen should do. It's a check and a balance on the mayor. And it's funny that many of the aldermen who are now committee chairs for Lori Lightfoot played this role back in the old days for mayor, when Mayor Rahm was the mayor or uh, when Richard M. Daly was the mayor. It's a very important role. Now, unless we're just going to say, which many Chicagoans want us to say, Mayor Lightfoot, you just do whatever you want. I would say, Dave, that most Chicagoans have that attitude. I elected the mayor. She's in charge. We're now at a stage where most Chicagoans would willingly just turn everything over to the mayor. Yeah, have some (laughs) hearings. More transparency, the better. Explain what the budget is paying for. Explain what our tactics are and our strategies are.
1: Well, that's all I've got today, Ben.
3: Thank you very much, Dave Glowatz.
1: That's all we've got for the Standard episode. You can get the premium version of the episode by subscribing at shygov.com. As always, we welcome your questions and comments and your suggestions for future interviews. You can get those to us via email. Contact at shygov.com. That's C-H-I-G-O-V dot On Facebook, get to us at facebook.com slash insidegov. That's inside G-O-V. And finally, on Twitter, our handle is at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Gloetz. Thanks for listening.